0: go down to your places now. And may the Lord strengthen you encourage you as you go. Congregation like to stand at this time, please. Rest for a moment. been so thankful, Heavenly Father, for thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior, who died for us, who is with thee now, Jesus, thou at the right hand of the Father. We thank thee, Jesus, with God, for the Holy Spirit that thou hast sent into the world to grant us guidance and glorify Jesus, speak to our heart and reveal to us what the will of the Lord is. We are most in debt to thee, we owe it all to thee. We want to honor and glorify thee for the word, for the Holy Spirit. We realize, Heavenly Father, that Jesus, thy beloved Son, that came to save us and is at thy right hand at one of these times thou wilt send Him back to earth. And Thee, O oh God, is the only one that knows when He's coming. And that the service tonight is to encourage your hearts uh, to prepare for His coming. Uh, to encourage your heart to be sensitive to His leading. Encourage your heart to be recipient of His grace. Encourage your heart to be able to understand What thy will is uh, To encourage our heart To be submissive uh, To the will of God Rather than lean to our own understanding And the pressures of earth That press so very severely On every one of humankind In order to get earth's attention And earth's occupy them and and the power of, of man to be dominant so therefore Heavenly Father we pray tonight that this service which has been an encouragement to each of us will continue in this hour to reveal to us the plan of Jesus the plan of the O God of Abraham that we will be able to wait upon thee sufficiently until thee can refine us and slay out of us all these tendencies and statics and clamor and clatter and confusion that thee, Jesus, can teach us and speak to us by the Holy Ghost what the will of God is. And we were thinking as the singing was going on as Precious Stephen was exhorting to us that the service was so wonderful that it seemed like that it couldn't be better. It seemed to me like it was just almost at the peak. You were so wonderfully blessing us. So here we are to speak now, and unless thee undertakes, it will be an anticlimax. climax and only thee can give us the help, for we do not how to speak as we ought, but Thee, Jesus, is able to teach us and give us of Thy direction and Thy guidance and revelation. I pray, O God, in Jesus' name, for the lost to hear Your voice and come to repentance and for the church and for those that have been saved that we will be sensitive and return back uh, at the low place of prayer and humbleness and surrender that we will be able by Thy Spirit to be molded into Thy likeness into to Thy beauty and true holiness and purity of heart that Thy kingdom may be coming in earth as it is in heaven We owe all to Thee, every bit, all of it So I ask Heavenly Father, Thee our God, Thee our precious Savior that each one will be quickened now and strengthened and lifted and inspired and given the ability to hear and perceive because you said these things are hid from the wise and the prudent and revealed unto babes so we understand by that jesus that thee would reveal the revelation of god is to the childlike to the obedient childlike spirit that thee holds and withholds from the wise and the prudent of the world The great of the world Until we become childlike And then thee reveals That to that heart So we would bring thee thanks and praise For the way that you've led in this meeting Because one of the first songs was Oh thou precious Jesus we worship thee And then God leads his dear children along And then the prayers And how you blessed In the three numbers And the exhortation And how you have given us of The precious encouragement of your work Not only in Jerusalem but in Africa And how that you're working there And while they were singing Ye shall be my witnesses And it made me want to go back to Jerusalem I just came from there a few days ago Been over there with a company of some persons And Joseph told me that we'd be coming back before long That was his opinion But Jesus, we thank you tonight that thou art able uh, To teach us and to lead us And we're so thankful for the witness of the Holy Spirit The guidance of the Holy Spirit The revelation of the Holy Spirit That thee, Jesus, can give us by the Holy Spirit What thee wills for us For there, as we follow, Thee rests And Thee brings us into Thy likeness And Thy kingdom We praise Thee, O God, for this company, believers And just now walk these aisles in Your Holy Spirit And give to each heart Encouragement, determination To press on toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus That we will not waver Or be up and down and in and out But we'll be steadfast for thy grace For the tendency of man is to be up a while and down a while And sometimes we find people They're in victory for a while and then they're gone If something doesn't go to suit them If they're disappointed and you brought to my attention tonight Coming to church That if anyone has the weakness of of allowing any disappointment Or anything that offends them To uh, hurt them and keep them from going Then they're going to have a lot of that they're going to have a lot of it Because we've got to die out and, and rise above this Being disappointed and being offended Because if we have that nature and that tendency Then we, we're going to have quite a lot of it Until he crucifies us and sanctifies us And gets to the place where we rejoice And uh, do not to be distressed by disappointments and offenses But to walk nobly And not to feel that we're left out But to rejoice when we are left out And to be as happy left out as we are on the main line We pray that Thou will grant to us this courage uh, to wait upon Thee Because we know that most people want a shortcut Most all church people want a shortcut to the victory They want a bypass to what is wonderful ahead And there aren't any It's a continual dying and that's the cross Denying self and doing Thy will So we see that, and by your mercies we can remember it, Father, that thee, by the Holy Spirit, could review, review it to our mind that we are to follow thee, and not go by difficulties or offenses or disappointments, but go by faith, go by faith. We thank thee for the faith thee gave to the saints. In Jesus' name we praise thee. Amen. You may be seated. Before the choir was singing, I was meditating, and the Holy Spirit operated within me that I would be speaking to you concerning the Holy Spirit. And they were singing about it. I had to marvel of it. I had to look at uh, Roger and the pastor and marvel in my heart how the Holy Spirit would uh, have the song sung The very thing that he had already operated with me about. That is the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit. The person of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, It's expedient for you that I go. For if I go, I'll send the Comforter, and when he has come, he'll reprove the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment to come. So the Holy Spirit is the third person. Of the Trinity the Holy Spirit there isn't any place that the Holy Spirit isn't the Holy Spirit occupies it is everywhere present that's a wonder isn't it there isn't any place the Holy Spirit is not he is there doesn't make any difference where it is on earth in the atmosphere when the, when the men went to the moon And they read the scripture back to us I think the power of God operated with me and the Holy Ghost Is strong if not stronger Than nearly ever in my life Up until then When they read about the scriptures Of God's word When they were reading them back to us From the moon The power of God was vibrating Within my heart with great unction I Had to marvel at it that we had men that would go to the moon that would read God's word back to us. The Holy Spirit was there on the moon just like it was here. <laughs> that touches me now. That actually touches me. Now He's going to help us more. So I, I already knew the Holy Spirit was there. Uh, Although it'd be 240 to 260,000 miles from the earth. I already knew that, but the Holy Spirit is everywhere present at all times. And he knows the thoughts of all mortals. He knows all the circumstances of every situation. I remember one time I was traveling through the state of Kentucky And he was moving upon my heart with such great power that I'd tell my wife, I said, we've got to pray diligently. We've got to pray because there's an awful thing going on right now. The Holy Spirit is telling me and it's great anxiety, great uh, terribleness. And we're going to have to get a hold of God. He was telling me right then when those three men was about to burn up in that capsule. He was telling me right then with great power. I remember I was in a motel and I said, honey, we're going to have to pray hard because God is telling me by the Holy Ghost that there is a tremendous thing going on. He was telling me just before that explosion, that Colosseum in that city. He was telling me just minutes before the Holy Spirit. Now Jesus said when the Holy Spirit has come, He will guide you into all truth he will not speak of himself but whatsoever he heareth he will speak and will show you things to come so the holy spirit was coming upon me to tell me to pray because there's an explosion you see coming in that coliseum and we had to pray so that the people that would be spared that he was going to use in the kingdom and that they would uh, be faithful to the task he would give them See, the Holy Spirit was telling me in the front hall of my home just 45 minutes before John F. Kennedy was assassinated. He was telling me, I would tell my wife, we've got to pray hard because uh, there's an awful thing just about to happen. It's death and we've got to get a hold of God. It was so severe. And just a few minutes getting into the car and going through the rain to Munson, Indiana for an appointment for my wife. And I just leaned over and turned the radio on. And just as I turned it on, it says, John F. Kennedy has just been shot. And my wife came up off the seat and she went into shock. She said, oh, what was that? That can't be. And she was in a state of shock. I said, our president has just been shot. That's what he's been telling me for 45 minutes. The Holy Spirit, when he has come, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of himself, but whatsoever he heareth, he will speak. Who, to whom will he speak? He will speak to the body, to those that follow him, right behind him. Oh, that's thrilling, isn't it? I am thrilled The body that walks right behind following, say, I've been striving to preach the last tonight on following. He speaks, the Holy Spirit speaks what Jesus has said to the Father, the Father, to the Son, to those that follow Jesus, to the body that he rests on, to those that follow. He speaks to his servants. Aren't we in debt? Aren't we, aren't we grateful that God in Christ would speak to your heart and mind and help us to know what God would have us to do. I remember a few weeks before we left on one of our pilgrimages, I said to my staff and to others, I said, we must pray much because God tells me in prayer that we're going to have a difficult landing. And when I prayed about it, he said, it's going to be in Rome, Italy. How many remember that? And I said, God has told me this. The Holy Spirit has revealed it to me that Jesus has given the word by the Holy Ghost to my heart. That we need to pray because when we land in Rome, we're going to have difficulty. And here we were coming in in that great plane at 747 with 300 and some persons aboard. And we were coming in and we were almost, I was watching, we were almost just a few feet from the ground. Not far, do you remember? And all of a sudden the pilot gave all the power to those big engines he had and we lifted right up out of there. Just like that. How many were with us in this group? I want you to look around and see. Because God, the Holy Ghost, told me this days and weeks in advance. Exalting Jesus the Christ, that he's able to help you if you give your heart to him and follow Jesus, that he's able to help you in your home. Your work. Take care of you. What happened was that when we, we had a ghost, they told our pilots the, uh, the way was clear. And it was clear when they told them, but someone came out in front of our path. There was a vehicle came right out and our pilots had to miss it because we'd all been in a crash. And they came up. Dr. Roundtree said, I've never seen anything like this. And some have told me that a 747 is so heavy that it's difficult to ever do that. By the way, the other day on the Lebanese border where God led us and we had such a great Holy Ghost meeting with the Hoffmans and with uh, Reverend Mrs. Chitty and with your pastor his wife and with uh, James from uh, Ronald's uh, uh, congregation and some other dear ones. We were having such a great meeting up there and God was blessing us and helping us and just across uh, the way, just a few feet from me, was seated a pilot that had piloted Air Force Number 1. The President of the United States, Mr. Carter. He was with us there and spoke later about Jesus and how Jesus is uh, wanting us to be obedient. God wants us to obey. So the Holy Spirit revealed to me back weeks in advance, we've got to pray because we're going to have difficulty on the landing in Rome, Italy. Now we need to praise the Lord and give God the glory and thanks for God in Christ saving our souls. Saving us and changing us and taking us from the darkness into the marvelous love and light of God. To follow him and to know that Jesus saves and Jesus is able to take our sins from us as far as the east is from the west. And give us this wonderful fellowship with God In Christ Jesus as we follow Now this fellowship depends upon our following Jesus The revelation depends upon our following Jesus So the Holy Spirit That was working with those men on the moon Is working with us here tonight The Holy Spirit is working In various places of the world now he's everywhere present and he is ever ready to teach anyone that's waited before the Lord sufficiently he is ready to teach them of God's will but the first requisite of knowing God's will is conversion transformation second is to be obedient to what the Holy Spirit says To be obedient to what Jesus says. This is the secret of being led by the Holy Spirit. Is to be obedient to what the Holy Spirit has revealed in Jesus to us. So the Holy Spirit is here. And he wants to teach us. For he is a glorifier of Jesus. That's his ministry. He glorifies Jesus. St. John 16, 14. And he shall glorify me. For he shall receive of mine. And shall show it unto you. Isn't that thrilling? Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he shall glorify me. Jesus said. That thrills me. I'm thrilled. And he shall glorify me. Jesus said. Oh what a wonderful word this is. He shall glorify me. For he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. That's the revelation. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to the Father, Son and the Holy Ghost. He shall glorify me and he shall show it unto you. He'll reveal the will of God. He'll reveal what Jesus wants as we follow him. And he shall glorify me. He glorifies Jesus, the Christ, the risen Lord, at the right hand of God. He glorifies him. Because he is the son of the most high God He is the king of glory He is the ancient of days And he shall show it unto you The glorifier of Jesus The exhibitor of Jesus The spiritual dynamo He testifies of Jesus Praise the Lord 1526 of St. John's writing But one the comforter is come whom I will send unto you from the Father Even the Spirit of truth Which precedeth from the Father He shall testify of me Isn't that a wonderful word? He shall testify of me That is that he will witness to Jesus He will witness of Jesus He will lead those that follow Jesus He will speak of those that follow Jesus. He is a testifier of Jesus, a glorifier of Christ. He is a helper in prayer. Hallelujah. (laughs) Oh, that really helped me when I read that, when I thought about that. He is a helper in prayer. He's our helper in prayer. Uh, Turn over to Romans, if you please. 826. Romans 8.26 And there you will read Likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities For we know not what we should pray for as we ought But the Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit Itself maketh intercession for us with groanings Which cannot be uttered or declared Praise the name of Jesus Hallelujah Amen He's our helper in prayer. Oh, this is so precious. So, we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So the Holy Ghost comes and leads us and reveals what should be prayed for. Uh, you remember when we were in... in uh, Northern part of Israel, just a little ways from the Lebanese border a few years ago. And the Holy Spirit revealed to me that we would have a meeting that night. And my body didn't want to walk, it was ready to lie down. And the meeting was in a bomb shelter. I think the lights went out that night. How many were there with me? I want you to look around and see we have a good company here and I appreciate everyone, isn't that wonderful? But it was difficult for me to walk there. I had to just persevere and kind of hold on to keep going and after we arrived now you see jesus told me by the holy ghost to have that meeting there in that bomb shelter now feasibly it didn't look reasonable because my body and my mind and i wasn't able to stand up very well my legs didn't want to hold me up it's a terrible feeling when your legs don't want to hold you up and your head doesn't want to stay up it wants to lie down Well, I had it real good like that. (laughs) I hope I don't have it again like that. But the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, but the Holy Ghost, you have the meeting. I want you to have the meeting. So I told all of you, dear ones with me, I said, the Holy Spirit tells me we're to have the meeting. I don't feel like it, but we're going anyhow. My wife said, you think you can make it? I said, by God's grace, I'll just have to persevere down there. And when we arrived there at this bomb shelter, we all crowded in it wasn't a very big place and how long were we there when God told me about this difficulty wasn't very long was it just a little while wasn't it and he told me about your condition and it was wonderful wasn't it yes now you see Jesus told me that night by the Holy Ghost about the condition you were in in your body and then he came and allowed me, and by the Holy Spirit helping me to pray to God in Jesus' name. See, likewise, he said, just there. He made the intercession to God pour this need in your body there in that bomb shelter up near the Lebanese border, in the northern part of Israel. It was a marvelous story, wasn't it? And Jesus did that there's a microphone right there I want sister to speak and she is the one whose mother at the funeral she had her mother's funeral yesterday and Jesus told me about your condition and you hadn't told me had you said a word not a, not a word I think the mic isn't on yet and uh, yes yes it's on now thank you
1: Okay. Ray Brown was sitting beside me at the time that you prayed and Ray had serious ear problems and when you prayed for the ear I thought, well, that might be for me. And then Ray immediately jumped up and said, oh, Brother Helm, that was for me. I could feel Jesus touching my ear. And I thought, well, that was for Ray. That wasn't for me. I was real thankful because I love Ray so much. And I thought, that was wonderful. Yeah, that was for Ray. Well, that was great. And then it was later after I got home that I was lying in bed one morning. And it just dawned on me that my ears weren't bothering me anymore. And I knew that Jesus had also given me that healing there in the bombshell. And it was wonderful that's yes. right
0: all your trouble was gone that's
1: right by God's grace yes
0: Yes. isn't that precious yes it is
1: I'm he thankful. came
0: and he took all that difficulty out of there yes, yes sir see the Holy Spirit Jesus told me to go with the Holy Ghost When I arrived there then the Holy Spirit told me about your condition and his yes. condition yes though I didn't know anything about it that's right but Jesus knew yes. and therefore he revealed and allowed me the privilege of praying yes and your trouble was gone.
1: That's right.
0: Is he here to tell about how his ears were? And the doctors, you know, there he is. Just bring, take it back there to him. His ears, I think when the doctor would look. And uh, it was quite a wonderful story what Jesus did. Because you see, how he could tell me is a wonder. And I want to thank Jesus for the Holy Ghost to tell me. But I want him to tell us about uh, the ear and how that canal was.
1: Yes. Yes, sir. When I was born, I... Uh, the doctors had to make the inside of the ears uh, all the tubes and everything yes. and uh, up till that time they had to use special instruments to even look inside of my ears and uh, right before the trip uh, one day I was working and something happened and uh, I was losing my hearing and when I went to the doctor they ran uh, test on me and uh, they told me, you know, I was really bad and I was losing my hearing. And so uh, when Jesus said we were going to trip, well, we uh, tried to obey and go. Yes. And uh, while we were over there, my ears got infected. They were easy to get infected and caused me a lot of pain. It touches my heart. And uh, and we were getting we were traveling as we was going down in there to the motel or the hotel there we didn't at that time didn't know the bomb shelter or anything was going to happen but uh i was talking to Monty, and uh, i told him he asked me what how i was doing and i told him well i wasn't doing too good my ears were messed up and i didn't know what i was going to do i didn't have any medicine or anything for him over there and uh that night as we went to dinner uh, you asked us to have dinner with you and uh, after dinner you had a little prayer with me about some some things I forgot what they were but one thing you asked that the Lord would lift me and help me but I didn't say anything to you about my ears being in such bad shape but uh, that night when we were in the meeting and uh, the Lord wouldn't let you go without praying about the ears. And just as soon as you started praying, I felt the uh, first time really I'd ever felt anything like that. And uh, I felt the Lord touch my ears. Yes, Jesus. And the, yes. the pain just left, oh. just automatically. And uh, I didn't have any more trouble out of them there or since. And, uh, yes. But when I came back and I went to work, I worked in the mines. And uh, one day I got a piece of coal ear and it sort of acted up, and I, I couldn't understand. But after I went back to the doctor and, and uh, got the report, I could understand why uh, I had to do that in order to find out how much the Lord had healed my ears. Yeah, what a miracle it was. Yeah, and uh, when I went to his office, he... Uh, he just, you know, he ran the test and all. And he didn't have to use the special instruments or anything. He just looked at me and he shook his head. Yeah, he shook his head. He didn't know happen. he did, he what happened. What happened to you? The <laughs> Lord healed me. Yes! <laughs> and uh, he said, well, I want you to get out and uh, have some hearing tests. And so uh, I said, okay. So I went downstairs and the girl, she put me in the booth and she started running tests on me. And uh, I was hearing things I wasn't supposed to hear and she came to the door and she had my chart in her hand and she just uh, opened the door and she was standing there shaking her head and looking at the report and she just said uh, I can't understand it I said well, "Why what can't you understand she said well you have scored a perfect score on your hearing and uh, right it, it just been like a month and a half or two months before and uh, she said when you were in here at the last you were going losing your hearing and it was going down fast. And I said, well, you know, I tried to explain to her about how the Lord had healed my ears, you know. And she sort of, yeah, you know. Uh, she, well, you know, she didn't want to much believe that, I don't think. But I went back up, and my doctor, he, he, every time he'd look at me, he'd just shake his head. He he couldn't believe it. And uh, he just looked at me and grinned and said, <laughs> said anybody with ears like yours now should uh, be sued because it would put me out of business Uh, he said I wouldn't even have a business if everybody's ears were like yours now so I'm just thankful to the Lord that he laid it upon your heart to pray to heal my ears and the same night in the shelter I was always real backward and timid too Uh, I, I don't talk a whole lot, but uh, in that meeting, the Lord also uh, let you know that someone in the bomb shelter uh, was like that and uh, needed to praise the Lord. And as, as soon as you was, uh, the Lord was speaking to you, and, and you was letting us know about it. Why well, He started operating in my heart about it. I had to right right I, I had to get up and, and share. And since then I've by God's grace, uh been able to share a little bit with different people without uh, well, you know, without being so backward and timid and all. So I'm just thankful for the way God has helped you to help me and my family. Debt to Jesus, so praise the so Lord.
0: Oh, we're so indebted to Jesus. Praise the Lord. We praise them. We praise God. We praise Jesus for the Holy Spirit to tell me. That Jesus wanted in that bomb shelter that night And he was going to heal these precious ones that night See, it was the Lord telling me to go It was Jesus telling me And there we had to persevere It looked like that I, my body could not make it Because if you were in that bad shape tonight You'd just about have to get a home on a stretcher Because you just you just would be terribly weak You just have to hold on to make it. You thought you were just going to go into unconsciousness. But Jesus said, go. So we went, as he said. And then when we arrived there, the Holy Spirit told us about you, dear ones, that I didn't know. And he did a miracle until the doctors, the doctor just was amazed at what he did for you. Now, some years later... I was in the Scandinavian countries it was the first night it was two years ago June the 20th and we went into this room at Copenhagen for this waiting upon God and I began to share about what happened to you all in a bomb shelter in North Israel and I was telling about some headaches along with earaches and now God was healing some severe head pain along with your healings. And while I was saying that, our guide, Margaret Gaff, uh, a very, very capable leader and tour guide who lectures on tourism in one of the universities in England. And she had just started or began a migraine headache that day. And she said, here I am with this group of people and this awful migraine. And of course, usually the last about two days or three even with medication they don't want to let loose and she was sitting there listening oh the Holy Spirit Jesus was leading me because I didn't know her I'd never seen her before I knew nothing about her headaches I knew nothing I didn't know that she had migraine headaches for 30 some years I didn't know that but while I was sharing about what Jesus was leading me she said could this be for me And Jesus went into her head and took that migraine away. That was two years ago, last June the 20th. And when we went to Israel and she came down to meet us, she says, I haven't had a migraine since. (laughs) Now Jesus let us In northern Israel Then he led me in Copenhagen And Jesus told me what to do by the Holy Ghost And here was a woman A very capable, intelligent woman That speaks a number of languages That had had all this pain for years And Jesus helped me to come right down through where she was And Jesus came by the Holy Spirit And took this migraine away So she didn't have to suffer it anymore I was in a meeting in a church of God up in Ohio, and a friend of mine coming in from Kleskina, Oregon, 2,500 miles by plane, and he, he flew in to Beth Rogers, Virginia, he and his wife, and they brought them up there to the Door Street Church, and he had had migraine headaches for about 30 to 40 years, and had never been healed, been in the church for 27 years and never was healed. That night, a migraine headache began with him and his tablets were in a suitcase, a luggage. Great.
1: And I offered to stop and get him. And he said, no, just go
0: on. And I knew nothing of it. No, you
1: didn't know anything. Because I wasn't
0: with him. He was on the front seat that night and God began to work with me, Jesus did, in the Holy Ghost. And for the first time in his life, Jesus came and took that migraine away from him. And I believe his migraine headaches... Hadn't been anymore They didn't And that was some years ago I can't remember how many years It was seven or eight or nine years Or ten I can't remember But it was a number of years ago About seventy-one So that's about ten years And Jesus came The Holy Spirit Jesus led us He directed us Now Jesus The Christ The Holy Spirit came To be a helper in prayer and to glorify Jesus And to teach us how to pray And lead us on how to pray He's a helper in prayer I'm so thankful for that I was in northern Indiana Um, The minister there had been a friend of mine since 1934 For 47 years now And he said, I want you to go with me in the country because there is a man 77 years of age. He has never been converted. He has never known Jesus. He said, the Lord's never called him. George Manley was the minister's name and he said, I would like for you to go and maybe Jesus will help us. And I I said, well, George, it'll take God, it'll take the Holy Spirit to help me. Well, he says, so on my heart. So we went out in the country where this old gentleman, 77 years of age. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit being a helper. He reveals, but he's a helper. So after we were acquainted with the old gentleman and had talked for a while, and he had also reviewed, the pastor had, about the fact that the Lord never had called him in 77 years the Holy Spirit had never operated with him he thought he said so I said to the old gentleman I said would you be willing while I pray to let the Lord work with you and uh, the Holy Spirit is able, Jesus is able to send the Holy Spirit and call you are you willing to allow me the privilege of praying and I'll ask God in Jesus name to send the Holy Ghost and call you would it be right? and he said yes No, I said, no, when I'm praying and God helps me to pray in the Holy Spirit, Jesus helping me tonight. When the Holy Spirit comes and he knocks at your heart's door, I said, will you follow me in prayer? He said, yes. And so I got down on my knees near him and I began to pray. And I prayed unto God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I said, oh God, in Jesus' holy name, Holy Spirit, here's this precious one. And here he is, he's never had you to deal with him or to call him in all these 77 years. And I ask heavenly Father that for your glory. Now see, I'd never done this before. I said, for your glory, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, send the power on this brother's heart and call him. And he did it just like that. And he followed me in the prayer of confession of sins and found Jesus. He was a helper in prayer. He was a helper in prayer to a 77-year-old man that had never known Jesus and didn't ever, in all of his experiences, have the Holy Spirit woo his heart. And Jesus was so good, the Holy Spirit so marvelous, that he would come and give us strength to pray and the power would come down and the Spirit of the Lord would come upon him and he would follow me and give his heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, a helper in prayer.